Manx Radio Saturday Live Lounge, supported by Villa Gaiety. For the latest Watson information, visit villagaiety.com. Aha, is that Sam? Can you hear me, Sam? Christy, hello. Yeah, hey! it is. Sam. Faster, so, my. We are faster, <laughs> my. Check you out with your Manx. Okay, so just close something up for me first then. Are you actually Manx or did you just grow up here? I just grew up there. It's cheating, isn't it? No, it's not cheating at all. We're going to claim you as our own. <laughs> Age two to about 20. Does that make me Manx? Probably yes. not. Yes, it does. Yeah, absolutely. You're one of ours. <laughs> well, it's certainly right or wrong because I said on air the reason, in fact, we're talking now is because, as, as you'd know, I, I play your songs because I think they're great. And I'd mentioned on air in a chat with Lenny Conroy that I'd seen you all uh, turn the lights on, the Christmas lights on in what I described as uh, your home village of Meanwood. And, of course, you got in touch quite rightly and said, Oi! I grew up on the Isle of Man. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm reclaiming the trench coat. Who from and what for? Because I wear it when I'm headed off to war. Yeah. I'll try not to keep you too long so you can go off and do important band-like things. Oh, no, um, I don't mind. I've got the afternoon. Thank you. Oh, yeah, you've got a Friday off. Is that a rare thing nowadays? Yes. Well, actually, it's quite random. You can't really plan your day with a lifestyle like this, like plan your week, because it's really random when you have the day off. You know, and often it's not the weekend. At the moment, yeah, it feels pretty busy. We're going to release an album in a few weeks, so it's really heating up. What What do you normally do when you have a day off? Then how do you How do you like to fill your days off? Oh, I just like to sit and write lists and clean my shower. <laughs> <laughs> You're so rock and roll. I think that's the having been on the Isle of Man for so long. I think that's instilled this kind of bit of normality about you. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. The tiny things are the important. Definitely. No, I just like to do boring things on my day off. Yeah, live a a normal home life. Yeah, I'm not surprised, Uh, to be fair, because you've done some pretty mad things since you've been in Yardat, haven't you? Certainly have, yeah. I figured out this is so nerdy. We've played in 18% of the world's countries, which isn't (gasps) bad. (laughs) Oh, you see, now I get why you like writing lists on your day off. Are you a a stat man, Sam? I am, yeah, I really am. I, I think I think my talents are wasted on this job. <laughs> I'm only joking. There's always got to be one in the band that's keeping track of things like that, though. So I'm sure I'm sure they appreciate you for it. Do they appreciate you for it? Yeah, yeah. We're all so different in this band, actually, and having different personalities can really work. It can really be complementary. People bring different, you know, attitudes and any areas of expertise. Oh, they did. Yeah, you know, well, that's one of the things I love about Yardak because you are such personalities, and that really does come through. Because, like, one minute, you know, you, you, obviously the lyrics are incredibly clever, very intelligent, and they've got a message behind them. But my word, you lot have fun, don't you? Yes, I think this is the first band where I think we're giving an outward face of fun. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> the humour definitely goes through everything: the music videos, the lyrics. Uh, quite unusual for bands because normally in this sort of scene you're supposed to be quite serious so uh, it's nice to bring humour into things yeah definitely well I tell you what it's gone down a treat hasn't it because I mean for Overload so debut album in at number two nominated for a Mercury Prize I mean that's not a bad start really is it no so that makes album two even the harder it's out first of march by the way i'll just get that in yeah where's my new where's my utopia i've been waiting for it for ages because you keep releasing awesome singles and i'm like when's the blooming album out <laughs> yeah true well there's one more single that's out on monday 
And it's a bit of a jokey origin story about this band and how we claim from the beginning to want to make hits, which is obviously not exactly true. <laughs> but, uh, but, but yeah, hopefully the second record goes good. We don't know. We're still quite new in a way. So, well, you uh, are very it could new, all but go wrong. Well, that's the thing. Because you think about it, you know, you've not really been doing this for very long when you think about it. But I mean. You've, you've gone from starting Yard Act to nominate for Mercury Music Prizes to working with Elton John. Yes, that's a really good thing to have done so that we can get across to people who don't know anything about us uh, that, yeah, actually we are, we are doing something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that, was, that was quite a shocker. Uh, we covered one of his songs and he does a radio series for another uh, radio station. How dare um, he? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Get him on Manx Radio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, then then he said that he would be happy to to do a, a duet basically with us, and we had him for a, in the studio for a day, which was very weird. But he's a he's a very easy person to work with. It was he had no ego. It was absolutely amazing, actually. Oh, and he uh, just he really celebrates music from every possible genre doesn't he and supports so many artists i mean i'm guessing it's made a difference to you it has yeah he's a huge supporter of um you know new bands and things it's it's really clear that he's does a lot of work like that and actually some of the references he was giving while we we're in the studio i was thinking this is stuff i should know about like why are you why do you know about <laughs> this already <laughs> it's quite funny he has people knowing it for him and then they just like slip him a bit of paper now and again and go check this one out elton you need to know about these ones. I do. I cannot see that that's the case because <laughs> his knowledge was so good. Like, you'd need a full-time person. There's no way. It's all him, definitely. Now we're off to meet them, so best impress them. Don't want them thinking we've been sat here doing nothing, now do we, Elton? It's all right. I've had more it than I've had on dinner. Is that how we define this life's winners? And your merit's so imperative that without them we'll forget how to simply be. Well, listen, let, let's go back to the beginning then. So how, how did you come to be in Yard Act and what's it like being in Yard Act? Um, well, I, after the Isle of Man, I moved to Leeds and I've sort of played music for a long time. And then in the lockdowns, uh, two of my friends made this band Yard Act and uh, asked me if I wanted to join them. So I sort of joined the band remotely for a year, which is a really weird way to join a band. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't play any live gigs for like a year and a half and... And then it all kicked off, which is great. I think we're one of the few bands that really, in a way, benefited from the pandemic. I think most musical artists suffered enormously from it. But because we were brand new, it really kicked us off in a way that we wouldn't have done if it hadn't been for those events. It just gave us an audience because people are online so much. Mm. And because we were a new band, it, it was more sort of like we were starting, weren't we? So it was more interesting to see rather than watching a band doing something that they would do you know what I mean if a band's already started and you're having to watch them online it seems a bit strange but if it's a new band and you're watching them online then it then it sort of makes more sense in a way I think yeah. it might be something to do with that 
And I guess as well, we all had many, many hours to fill during lockdown. And it was it was actually, although, you know, obviously there's been some repercussions with regards to venues and live music as such at the same time, it meant that people did kind of turn to the creative world a bit more, didn't they? And people seemed to kind of soak up music and literature and art and everything a, a little bit more than maybe previously. Yeah, I think you're dead right, yeah, and the figures show it. I think all my friends that worked in, you know, music equipment, it went crazy the first lockdown, the, the amount of sales they were getting. So yeah, I think we were consuming music a lot more. We get down to the sound of a singular mind And we like criminals when criminals are treating us kind For the subliminal... Certainly this, this new record, it feels sort of like a dance record in a way because, I mean, you can't help but want to yeah. move to it. It's so funky and so groovy. But as I kind of touched on before... You, you don't have put some good messages in your music. I mean, I'm t- is that quite important to you? Yes. I mean, the first record is, is very much like that. It's, it's a commentary on, on Britain in a way. But um, the second record's more inward looking. It's more about sort of like what happens when the thing you've always dreamed of arrives on your lap. How, how do you end up feeling about it? And you sort of end up having mixed feelings. And uh, that's sort of what the record is, the second record's about. So the messaging is less strong on this, but... But yes, I, yeah, you're you're right. They're, the lyrics are sort of in your face, and, and he's he's from Warrington. And he's got quite a strong northern accent, so that's uh, also unusual in music in general. So lay waste to your superiors to lighten the mood, or kowtow to your inferiors for fear you'll look rude. If you don't, are your interiors as perfectly skewed as mine are? Maybe I'll show you sometime. So, I mean, what you're saying about the lyrics for this new one then, I take it it's kind of a personal reflection then, is it, about... Because really, you all, I, sub, I assume you would class this as achieving your dreams, you know, doing so well with the band. Yes, I mean, exactly, yeah. We've achieved many milestones that... When I was buying CDs in HMV in Douglas as a kid, if I could imagine the things that I've done now, I, I just wouldn't <laughs> be able to understand it. You know, the radio sessions I've done that I used to listen to as a kid and... Mercury Prize, the places I've been to, the venues I've known about and played at. Yeah, I think he would be very shocked. Um, so, yeah, this this album sort of, yeah, in, in many ways, lyrically, is a, is thinking about what that means in your life when, it, when you get it. And I think a lot of people have experienced things like that, when you get something you've always wanted and then sometimes it's not exactly how you imagined it. <laughs> well, that's the thing, because I suppose, especially now in the world of social media, people don't tend to post the bad stuff, do they? So, you know, you sort of see when when someone is living what we perceive as being the glamorous dream world life, then you only see the good stuff, don't you? So you sort of think, oh, that must be amazing. And then, yeah, you've, <laughs> you've got to deal with, the, well, we're not going to sleep for the next three weeks and we've got to be in this village and that town and this country and, and speak to this many people all in the space of 20 minutes. And yeah, so it's, it's probably pretty full on, is it? It is full on, but no, we're all thankful. We're not. We're yeah. not sitting here moaning. It's really, it's really good. Uh, we're really thankful for everything that's that's been happening to us. Well, 
Well, I've got to say, like I said, it, it really does come across because you clearly have so much fun. And a lot of that is portrayed in the videos, which I know you've worked with James Slater on, on a, 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 most of them, I think, haven't you, the, for the, the concepts right, and the videos. Yeah. And they are superb and they kind of run together in a way, don't they? There's sort of like a running theme with them. I mean, do you all get involved very much in the concept or, or is it, it does it mainly come from James and James together or how do the videos work? Yes, it's the two Jameses really that come out with the concepts for those videos. The, the, the ideas are so strong so early that I just feel like I should step back creatively <laughs> and let them get on with it. But yeah, the, the, the idea of the uh, music videos for this record is that they will run together as a film. We've We've filmed some extra bits to sort of, make it into a narrative so hopefully that will come out as well and you got rose matafeo in one as well <laughs> yes yes we nearly had a as a support for one of our gigs but uh i can't remember what happened but she couldn't actually get down in the end i think illness or something but yeah she then joined us for a video which was amazing Oh, Amazing. that's so cool! Well, we look forward to seeing those stories because they are—you know—they are stories in themselves. They're brilliant, really well. If you're not—if you're not seeing them yet, dear listener, do go and check them out. They are excellent and well worth looking at. Okay, then. Well, let's come back to the music itself then, with regards to—I suppose the the yard act song process. Then, sort of, how does it work? Is it sort of led by James, and then you all sort of chip in, or does everyone, you know, sort of contribute the same amount? Or how? Do, where does a song start for yard act? I'd say the standard way a yard act song starts is that an electronic drum and bass loop is made normally by ryan our bass player perhaps and then if it's got something to it james might write some lyrics so the very early demos will just be electronic drums a bass guitar say and his vocals and then on top of that then we we layer and create and shape the songs Uh, and we thought that might change now that we're not recording it remotely because that was a product of having to you know send emails to each other with tracks but Actually, we're still working that way now, now that we're all together in the room. It seems to work for us. I don't know why. Yeah, is it was clearly a proven format, isn't it? And especially with Where's My Utopia? Out March the 1st, write it in your diaries. Um, I mean, Enemy have <laughs> called it one of the most anticipated albums, haven't they, of, of 24, alongside the likes of Last Dinner Party, of Brilliant Idols, Libertines, The Cure. I mean, that must be that must make you all feel pretty good. Or does it not really matter to you, that kind of um, review and critique? Yes, I know. It's a it's a tricky thing to say. Like it, it's lovely getting lots of uh, interest, um, but always to sort of keep yourself grounded. You've got to sort of put it to the back of your mind and just carry on doing what you're doing in a way. Yeah. Uh, and I think I think the difference of because I'm well, how old am I now? Thirty eight, I think. I think that when you get sort of of note at this age in your life, you've, you've got a bit more calmness and serenity about the whole thing. When you're younger, you're sort of a bit more wide eyed and. And you take everything in quite heavily, but I think I think when you get a little bit older, you sort of um, take it in your stride a bit more. <laughs> yeah, I think you get to a point, don't you? Kind of like you're just grateful, you know, for things like this happening. Yeah. You know, and there's less. I suppose there's less kind of of the desperation of youth. Of, you know, exactly. Yeah, that. yeah. Nails it. We make hits, So obviously we talked about the fact you grew up on the Isle of Man. What are some of your lasting memories of the island? Oh, so many, yeah. I used to live near Union Mills, went to Braddon Primary School, went to QE2, 
think the guitar was first put in my hand by Miss Dennett, my year six uh, teacher. And if it wasn't for her, I probably would never have done this. Uh, That's amazing. Have so you have you spoken to her. to her to thank her yet? I did. Yeah, I sent her a message not not so long ago. I thought thought I should at least let her know that she's been really significant in my life for that reason. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. Any teacher that um, goes beyond, you know, the remit and puts instruments in the hands of people, you, you never know where where it might go. Yeah, so I'm really thankful for that. Well, we know uh, that music can absolutely change your life, and it you know it creates a community around you as well, which I think is something that is very strong on the island, isn't it? The music scene. Yes, yes, that's true. Actually, I was trying to remember in the name of a pub that I used to watch gigs in in Douglas. It was sort of on the south side of the quay. I went on Google Maps and couldn't see that it was there anymore. I can't remember what it was. Was it the corner house uh, or the trap? The corner house. It had an upstairs. You had to go upstairs to traff. the gig room. That was the trap. Oh, yes, yeah. it was. Earl at the trap. And he's drunk. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I went to quite a few there without earplugs, bad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. That was such a wonderful place. And when, I think when, when Earl started supporting local music there, it was such an exciting time on the island musically. There was so much awesome music being produced. And then there was kind of a bit of a lull. And now it's all come back up again. And it's, it is brilliant now. It's really, really good over here. I mean, do you get to come back very often or do you not so much? No, not so much. But actually, we were thinking... That um, we should all do gigs in our in our sort of like origin home. So it'd be for our uh, singer, it'd be Warrington. For me, it'd be the Isle of Man. <gasps> for our drummer, it would be uh, Kettering or somewhere. But yeah, and I thought, yeah, we should do that. That would be brilliant. Please do. Honestly, it it would just <laughs> it would make my year. Come to the Isle of Man because I know you, you you're about to go out on a tour, aren't you? You've been announcing tour dates. That's right. Yeah, I think we're pretty booked for a bit. But yeah, I think uh, later on, I think I think this is a good idea in my mind anyway. I I'd think love it is. To, I'd love to come back. If people ask me where I'm from and, and you know, I'm in, say, America, I might say Leeds because that's where I live now. Yeah. But but if people are really asking where are you actually from, I I say the Isle of Man. It, that, that's where I spent, you know, my childhood and young, young adulthood. So. I definitely still feel from the Isle of Man in that sense. Good for you. It does it does something, doesn't it? It kind of it buries into us in a very lovely way, I think, the Isle of Man. And I think if you, if you've been here for long enough, it does want you to come back. So I'm just putting that out there, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I still feel a bit manx now because I still have hesitancy saying, you know, the word R A T. Oh yes. <laughs> have you told them about it the fairy bridge as well? Do you... And the fairy bridge, yeah. yeah. You see, if you do come over, you're going to have to take them to all these places and maybe Magnetic Hill as well. Yeah, see if you can experience Magnetic Hill. And, oh, yeah, it'd be fab to have you over here. Well, it's, do you know what? It's been an absolute joy catching up with you. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this, Sam. And thanks for, for, um, for educating me as to your real origins of the Isle of Man. And I'm delighted uh, that you did get in touch with us. So go on then, give a plug to your new album. I will do, but first I'll also shout out one of our lighting directors, Frankie McDade. She's from the Isle of Man. Um, so there's even there's at one point been two of us from the Isle of Man in a yard act. But um, yeah, our new album's out on 1st of March in the fine record stores everywhere. And uh, yeah, there we go, sold. And Frankie's <laughs> doing extremely well as well. It's great. Do you know what? There's a lot of talent off the tiny Isle of Man, isn't there? Isn't there just, yeah. We're getting there. Well, at least there's you and Frankie anyway, so we'll take that. (laughs) (laughs) And the Bee Gees! (laughs) Well, exactly, yeah. Union Mills Post Office, right? There you go. You see, you grew up next (laughs) to the Funkmeisters, so that's that's pretty good, isn't (laughs) it? Uh, Do you know what I forgot to ask you about? 
I messaged my mate Kim, who I think went to school with you, Kim Holton. Her name oh, is. Oh yeah. And she said, uh, she said, oh yeah, I went to school with Sam. And I said, go on then, give me some dirt on Sam. And the only thing she told me was Christmas Hall. What, what's the Christmas <laughs> Hall, Sam? Tell us about the Christmas Hall. <laughs> no, it's just it's just an annual post I put up of the presents my parents get me, and it's often quite weird. <laughs> what sort of things are included in the Christmas Hall without embarrassing them too much? <laughs> Oh, it'll be like two Bongellas, you know, pint glasses. Uh, this year there was a um, Isle of Man like sign for the front of your house welcoming you in in Manx. So I thought that's quite nice. Well, that's brilliant. I hope you're going to get that up somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And, and I hope you make use of uh, the one thing I spotted: the grouting brush. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant, yeah. In uh, fact, I need, I'm just talking about cleaning my shower with you earlier. Yeah. Yeah, see, it all <laughs> comes full today. circle. Now you can make use of the grouting brush. Don't forget to hang the sign yeah. on the door and make use of the grouting brush. Your parents would be proud that you're keeping a clean shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is cosmic, that. <laughs> Isn't it, though? Right, everyone, go and check out Yard Act online. Follow them on social media. You will not regret it. And Sam Shipstone, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to us today. No problem at all, Christy. Yeah, pleasure. Manx Radio Saturday Live Lounge, supported by Villa Gaiety. For the latest Watson information, visit villagaiety.com.